to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to 2022. Or maybe we were already in there, 2022, my last episode. <laughs> anyway, Happy New Year's to everyone again, one last time. Uh, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. If you want to follow my show, I'm still at Strict Anonymous on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to be on the show, I have a lot of people who want to be on the show, but send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com and tell me what you want to talk about. And uh, if I think that it's the right fit for the show, I will email you back. I also have a new call-in hotline. This is a number you could call 24-7 and leave your confession. Now, some of these confessions I'll be doing on YouTube and responding to them and talking about them. Uh, Most of all of them will be available on my Patreon. And when I get uh, tons of them, who knows what I'm going to do with them? I don't know. But right now, you could call in, you can confess everybody's confession that they leave on this hotline will remain anonymous. I change everyone's voices. So if you want to call in and leave your confession, you have four minutes to do it. Call 347-420-3579. That's that's 347-420-3579. If you need more than four minutes, call back immediately and keep talking but no more than two or three, please. (laughs) Anyway, today I have on a couple, Damien and Rachel. And I have to tell you, I thought that this whole show was going to go in one direction and it went in totally another direction, uh, which is great. The direction that it went to was super fascinating. This is Damien and Rachel. They were like a couple who recently had picked up religion and then switched and picked up opening up their relationship and swinging and doing all kinds of things. And you're not going to believe their story. It's, it's, it really is interesting. Uh, Damien called in first and said, you know, my wife might chime in. She's going to be listening. Um, And she wound up chiming in, which I was so happy about. It takes a little bit before you hear from Rachel, probably about 20 minutes in, she starts talking. But then once she does, she never stops. And it's such a great episode because you hear his point of view, you hear her point of view. This is a couple that started trying all kinds of things. And what I loved best about them was their openness and desire to make each other happy by basically being open and down for anything. Okay, they talk about what they've done, which is a lot. Uh, They talk about stuff that they weren't into, what they're really into, their top of the mountain, their best sexual experience ever, and so much more. (laughs) I really like them as a couple. I know you are going to like them too. So I'm going to be right back on with Damien and Rachel. Um, hey, Damien and Rachel, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Now, they're Thank you for having you. Us. 
Yeah, I'm so glad to have you both here. Damien's on and wanted to tell his story. And then he said his wife, my, his wife Rachel, might want to come on. And she is on. Damien's probably, you're going to be telling most of the story. But Rachel, I'm hoping, will feel really comfortable and jump in a lot. Because this is a story. Now, listen, I've heard of a lot of couples who have, you know, started swinging after they've been together. But I've never heard from a Hasidic couple who started swinging. Now, am I saying that, is Hasidic wrong? Is it Hasidic or Hasidic? It's Hasidic, but you're saying it right, but we're actually not Hasidic. We're, we're Orthodox. Oh, okay. So so Judaism, like, like Christianity, is broken down into subgroups. Yes, okay. So there's Reform, Conservative, and Orthodox. So we're, we keep, or we're keeping yeah. all the, the, the commandments, but we don't have the long payas at the, at the corners of our ears. Right, right, right. Okay. So you're Orthodox and you're Jewish. And now there is, now tell me how the, the whole swinging thing happened with you guys. Um, so it started off as a joke. It was on my bucket list to have a threesome. Mm-hmm. And um, we would joke about it. And I'm like, I never expected to cross it off, but every guy has that on his bucket list if he has a bucket list. <laughs> and then um then we started like looking at apps joking around like she'd be a good unicorn she'd be a good unicorn and uh then at some point rachel uh said maybe we should think about it and we got it got serious and we had our first threesome and then we had a foursome and we've been we've been like amish teenagers ever since oh my god okay but like let's get a little bit let's go back a little bit so like how long have you guys been together how old around are you We've been together almost 30 years, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm 52, and she's, um, I, I can say, 54. Okay. <laughs> so now, so, and how long ago did this come up? Well, it came up as a joke quite a while ago, but it, we, we entered the lifestyle last February. Oh, okay. So it's kind of new. Yeah, it's been oh, an experience. Yeah, and it's it's interesting that it comes up through like COVID. I mean, should we break, like that's like a, a an interesting time to start having threesomes. But wait, let me ask you this: Now, had you guys like, you know, you said because it came up like sort of in conversation first, and then you guys got into the lifestyle. Now, were you guys always fantasizing about another person, and was it always a woman as your bucket list, and was it something that maybe Rachel was had fantasies about being with a woman? I think every guy is fantasized about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. I don't know that she has given it a tremendous amount of thought. But uh, I mean, it's always every guy since the time he meets girls is thinking about having two of them. Right, but I mean, what was the kind of conversations you guys started to have before you entered into the lifestyle? Because you said at first it's a joke, and then you're like kind of talking, and then like when does Rachel start mulling it over and start to think that maybe she would like to be with a woman? Well, or or two guys, right? Okay, or two guys. Three, threesome, Interesting. That's threesome right. Doesn't have to be two, because our first threesome was actually with another guy. Oh, okay. Because you were saying unicorn, unicorn. My first question would have been, who were you guys going to have a threesome with? But you kept saying, oh, when you guys were looking through the app, you were like, she'd be a good unicorn. So I just assumed you were looking right. for women. So, so we didn't know the lingo. <laughs> yeah. I, so so that's a unicorn. So. We, we, we were looking for a woman, but as we started to get serious about talking about it, we realized she'd be more comfortable having um, an MFM instead oh. for the first time. So we, so, you know, I, I'm nothing is not accommodating. So she, she had revealed that she really likes to see two guys kissing, which I don't know that I knew that 
or took that seriously before, but mm-hmm. um, it turns out to be something that she really, 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 really likes. And now let me ask you, Damien, was it something, because you were down, I, I get, there's one thing about wanting to see your wife with another man. That's something that I found out after doing my show as a fantasy for a lot of guys. But there, it's another thing where, you know, the guy has a fantasy also to, quote unquote, cross swords in this scenario, you know, kiss a guy. I mean, was that something that you were totally open to as well? And had you thought about that before? Well, I figured in my head, if I was hoping that she would participate, play with another woman, fair is fair. So I, I, I had no desire to jump into this, uh-huh. but I wasn't opposed. I mean, it's not, not a big deal. Right. It's kind of like you'll do that so you could get her to see her with a guy. It's like for you. It oh, yeah. And the reaction is definitely <laughs> worth it. Uh, that's so funny. Because and now let me ask Rachel if she wants to chime in or you tell me the answer to this. But like. Did Rachel know beforehand that this was something she was going to really get turned on by? And then she saw it and she was like, holy shit. Or or did it happen the opposite way? Like, No, no. She, no, I, I only kissed him because I knew she wanted to see that. Okay. So this was something that Rachel said, hey, by the way, I think it'd be really hot to see you make out with another guy. Yeah, we've always had excellent communication. Mm-hmm. I mean, the lifestyle has certainly made it better, but we've always had excellent communication. You know, we, 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 we talked, I'm like, are you seriously you sure you want to do this? And we went back and forth and it, it, I always gave her the option that you say stop and we could be mid anything and it's done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, gave her plenty of opportunities to say she didn't want to do this or didn't want to do this. She went back and forth a little bit, but, um, she was definitely nervous. I was definitely nervous the first time. And we, we found someone on one of the websites that kind of really, he, he wasn't a great, threesome but he was the right person for a first time because he walked us through things and was very patient and explained things and you know this was a whole new world mm-hmm. so when we when we, we had that first interaction it was like that that was really cool and as we got more experience we realized it wasn't fantastic but that was what we needed and that's what you like now what app do you use to find that guy um, we use a website called Cassidy. Yeah, Cassidy. Yeah, I know of Cassidy. That's why I was asking. There's like a couple that people typically throw out. Cassidy definitely is one of them. I'm a, I'm a, I tried a lot of other apps, and I can tell you, at my age, if if bikini models are hitting me up three minutes after I sign up for an app, <laughs> it's probably not. It's probably not really. It, it, I wish it was, but it's probably not really real. <laughs> You're realistic. Oh my God, that's hilarious. You're like a too good to be true. You're sending me bots. Like that's bullshit if that's what an app does. Yeah. Cassidy is one of the top ones I've heard as well as something called Feels. F, I think it's Feels. I don't know. But so you go on to Cassidy and you figure out through conversation beforehand that you're going to first try with another guy. Now, was it like, did did Rachel have something specific she was looking for? Did you guys know your type or did it did that not matter? I mean, why did you pick this guy? Well, we first of all, his picture, his picture although not so accurate, he looked good. He looked <laughs> okay. like he had it was clearly a few years prior to COVID. Uh huh. <laughs> um, so that was a lesson learned, by the way. We always ask people if their pictures are are, are recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, his his demeanor when we chatted was very easygoing and 
not pushy and if something was objectable or something was a concern he he was very respectful of that and respectful of boundaries mm-hmm. which you really have to be because people have weird ass rules yeah well I, you, know, you can only you can only kiss with the upper lip or what? Only hold hands on tuesdays and i'm kidding <laughs> uh, yeah yeah what about your guys rules did you guys have any going in oh we we had a lot of rules going in and a lot of them are slowly being eliminated as silly. Mm-hmm. No, I've um, heard that before. I, Cause I think when you go in, you try to plan for every contingency and then something happens that you didn't plan for and you make a new rule and something happens and you make a new rule. Uh-huh. And then at some point you're like, well, that's just stupid. I mean, w- one of our rules was when we're chatting, we shouldn't send red hearts, um, you know, cause red, red is love. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, at some point that just became like, really? Are we that petty now? Right. We realize it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. You're, you know you're not in love with the other person. <laughs> this is right. Right. And certain, certain rules are, obviously, we're keeping in place. Um, and But some of the superfluous rules kind of shut off. Which are the rules that are still in place? Oh, yeah. But we only play together. We mm-hmm. only play in the same room. Mm-hmm. You know, you always play safe. Mm-hmm. Both of us can't get tied up at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, you usual laundry list i only ask because listen i think a lot of times the questions that i'm asking are not so much just about the story but i think other people learn other couples people guys out there or women out there are listening that are maybe thinking oh let's do this you know what kind of conversations should we have maybe what kind of rules work and don't work so i think it's interesting for people to hear you're in the lifestyle now and you're doing it but there's probably so many people that are listening that aren't yet so stuff to you that you're like whatever you know i think it's interesting to be a little bit specific because you know other people don't know and what works for you might work for other people right so i I definitely recommend people take things slow yeah you know don't and and you you got to not only have a contingency plan and rules, but you have to have a contingency plan of what happens if something happens that you didn't have a rule for, mm-hmm. you know, cause things come up and that's where communication is. This has made us so much more com- communicative with each other, which prior I didn't think was really possible or necessary. I mean, we, we always had good communication. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as, as things happen, you know, you got to be willing to adapt and change. And we, before this happened, before we had the first uh, threesome, she's like, what? A, she was like, what if this screws everything up for us? Yeah. And I'm like, look, we've been together through a lot for the last 20 some odd years. Um, if, if it's good, it'll be good together. And if it turns out crappy, we'll deal with it like we dealt with everything else. Mm-hmm. And it was good. And then we did it again. So, so what happened that first time? Was she with the guy? Did you did wind up fooling around with the guy? Yeah, we wound up both fooling around with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never thought I'd go down on a guy, uh-huh. but she really liked to see it. And I'm like, I didn't hate it. So, um, yeah, she a lot of firsts. A lot of things that we never thought we'd do or we crossing things off the bucket list. We didn't know were on the bucket list. All right. Like what were the other first? So you gave him had, I'm assuming he went down on you as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and she, she, and Rachel loved it. She loved to watch you with another. Oh guy. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she didn't just sit back. I mean, she, she was participating, kissing one of us. Or, you know, 
we don't like anyone left out. Mm-hmm. We prefer a, a foursome over over a straight swap. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Meaning everyone's fooling around with everyone, not just yeah. the, the, like the a, guy with we the woman. We call it a cuddle puddle. A cuddle puddle? <laughs> That's like what we, yeah. Yeah. Did you make that up or is that like a term in the lifestyle? No, I got it from someone else, but I think he made it up because I've never heard anyone else use that term. Yeah, that's so funny. So I'm trying to make it popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just had oral with the guy. You didn't do any topping or bottoming with him, did you or did you? No, no. Okay. And now did Rachel also have sex? Did Rachel have sex with him full on? Yeah, she. we, we, did a little, little, we found a variety of positions that everyone could be involved in. Mm-hmm. And she, she, we both had sex with her and I don't think she was unhappy with that. Right. And now how did you feel about seeing your wife for the first time with somebody else? She's my favorite porn star. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I watch her with someone else. I'm like, you know, She's hot. Mm-hmm. And that's mine. At the end of the day, when he's when we're done, we go we, we go home or they leave. She's still with me. Yeah. No, and I've, she's hot. I've heard other people explain it that way. Like it's like watching porn, seeing your person outside of the situation, um, but they're yours. You know, I've heard a lot of different reasons of why it turns the other person on because I think a lot of people who have never experienced it a lot of guys would be like oh I would never want to see that were you somebody that maybe five years ago if someone brought it up or you heard it on my show you'd be like I would never want that but then you're you opened your mind to it and then you realized it did turn you on or was it something that I've always been very open okay I've always been very open-minded I mean I I I I was sexualized very young and um, I've always been looking to push the envelope. What do you mean sexualized very young? Like you started fooling around when you were really young? I started fooling around when I was young and I had had older brothers. So like Mm -hmm. pornography was always in the bedroom because obviously you don't want mom to find it. So they're always, come look at this with us, come look at this with us because they didn't want me tattling on them. Right. So from from a very young age, I was looking at like Penthouse. I don't know if the magazine still exists anymore, if it's all online. But yeah, really at Penthouse. But at, at that young age, I'm looking, but I'm also really more interested in the cartoons, mm-hmm. the little comics strips. But, um, you know, then once computers came out, because I'm old enough to know when computers started becoming useful. Yeah. You know, pornography was like at your fingertips. Right. So... And how did your religion play into this when you were young and even now? So, because so we weren't always religious, we Mm -hmm. became religious in 2001. Oh, okay. And we fully embraced it. We were, she, 
Rachel was covering her hair and elbows and and um, didn't didn't wear pants and you know we were keeping the Sabbath and keeping kosher and all the all prayers throughout the day and mm-hmm. the whole the whole nine yards and this the lifestyle was sort of like a slippery slope you know yeah. from joking to talking to participating once once you're participating in the lifestyle you know two things can't occupy the same space at once right so so if something moves in something has to move out mm-hmm. so i don't know where we're going to end up sort of like a pendulum but mm-hmm. um we're not going to wind up where we are and we're not going to wind up where we were that's we just have to figure out where we are in the middle at this point, I guess. Right. So right now you're all the way on the other side of the spectrum, right? Because this is something that you just started. Right. But also not too long ago, like 20 years ago, you did become Orthodox. And I mean, this would be very highly unaccepted. Does anybody in your community or your close friends know about what you guys are doing? Or is it very on the DL? I have a couple friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be, I'd be more open to more people knowing if I felt like I could control who knew and who didn't. But once, once you open the Pandora's box, you know, it's, it's all out there. Yeah. You're no dummy. You know that people will start talking. So we told, we did a few close friends that know my, my wife's personal trainer knows because it's like a hairdresser. I guess you tell her everything. Oh my God. That's so funny. (laughs) But, um, yeah, for the most part, it's quiet. I don't want my, kids to find out I, mm-hmm. I got enough confusion with relationships without me throwing a wrench in the works right okay so let's get back to your so you had that first experience the guy wasn't ideal but you had a good time and then so what happened the next time so the next time we called we we, we found a couple and they came over mm-hmm. and they were weird <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> we actually don't they they still reach out to us every now and then we really don't respond so much they were just weird in what sense well she was talking to the dog while we're while we're getting started and i'm like (laughs) i'm I'm competing with my freaking dog now (laughs) oh my god if your dog if your dog could talk back oh my god what would he say i think the dog won so she was a little was wacky. She was wacky. Yeah. But did you guys hook up with them or like, did you go through with it or did it end? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you, you got to know what works. If You, you got to try things to know what works. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so, so we went through with it. Um, afterwards, I'm like, well, that was an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this. Now, this time... Now, are you going into these couple scenarios saying, you know, I because you said you want to everyone to be together? Like, is do you go in saying, hey, like I, I'm open to fooling around with the guy? And then did Rachel fool around with this woman? I mean, how how much interacting was going on with everybody? Well, at this point, um, I have no intention of playing with the guy because we're just going to swap. Okay. And now, as we're getting more experienced in the things, we start looking at the profiles on people who are quote unquote open-minded mm-hmm. it seems like whatever the woman is the man is at least one or two steps to the right okay. so if she's by he's open-minded if she's open-minded he's straight oh interesting okay yeah but, but that's we'll, a trend you've I, seen yeah i guess guy on guy play is not so accepted 
Yeah, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of, but it's interesting because a lot of straight guys have grabbed my cock. So <laughs> once you're in the middle, of, yeah. Once you're in the middle of things, you know lines get blurred. Yeah, people don't. I think there's still, don't you think think as a guy who said, like you said, you've had a lot of straight guys, you know, giving you blowjobs. I think maybe it's that they're not, you know, really saying they're into it because there's still a stigma attached, I think, more so for guys to deal with guys. Yeah, absolutely. There's guys who said, I'm straight. And the next thing I know, you know, we're making out with Robin and he's jacking me off. And I'm like, Interesting for a straight guy. Yeah. I mean, I had did have that one psychologist on who says, like, you can be straight and suck a dick. But the whole thing is that I don't think it's so much that they're not saying that they're I think it's what the what the connotation is. They're saying I'm straight. And what they're saying is I, I'm not going to fool around with you. But then two minutes later, they are. So I think that it's still just not acceptable. But there's a because I listen. The other thing I have on a lot on my show are guys that are secretly fooling around with guys behind their wives backs. OK, I mean, it's just like a a thing that goes down. And I just think a lot of people don't admit it. A lot of men because of the stigma and because I had Brenna and Brian on they are from a swinger podcast they host a swinger podcast and they're swingers and they're very out there and he talked the same thing like you did that you know it's it's still not that accepted even in the lifestyle where you would think that's where people would be like this is who I am right but not so right. much yet still and me personally I've, I would never go looking for a guy I would uh-huh. never go looking to, to blow somebody uh-huh but if we're in the heat of the moment and there's a dick in my face, uh-huh. I have no problem taking it. You right. Know, I, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, even like and you said again, before, you're obviously very open-minded because you're like, you know, you didn't care. You never th- really thought about kissing the guy. But once it was on the table, if that was what you were going to do and it was there, like, why not? Because that's what you're because your wife was going to like it. Like you're you're just down for anything. Yeah, it, she really likes it mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, that's... so it's so it's worth it. Can I ask you, Rachel, real quick? Like, I mean, was it when you guys started talking about it? Is that when you realized you liked it? Did you always secretly know that you were into that? Had you ever gone looking at like bi porn or gay porn? I I've always liked gay porn. I always liked the kissing. I like the two women kissing. Mm-hmm. The two guys kissing is is hot. Oh, interesting. And I had never, never had I ever been with a woman before mm-hmm. February. Okay. So now let's get to the time where the first time you are with a woman, was it with that crazy couple, like the weirdo couple or was it with the next it one? Was a, it was with another weird couple. Oh, another one. Okay. Get to that story. <laughs> another weird couple who ended up staying in the night and then didn't leave until like the next evening. <laughs> oh my God. You guys couldn't get them out? Couldn't get them out. And then he started doing, I don't know, some electrical work for us. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's... But her, she was the first woman I had ever done anything with. Okay, so tell me what happened that time. So this was another couple that you guys met. Now, did you go yeah. into it saying, hey, like, you know, we want to make sure that the the woman is bi because you knew you wanted to have your first experience? No. In fact, I just, we sort of just go with the flow and okay. whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had already fooled around and then we're taking an intermission and... Uh, Damien yeah. said, asked her if she would kiss me. Mm-hmm. And and she did. And then we went back and started fooling around again. And she and I made out. And I played with her boobs. And I actually went down on her, which I don't think I thought that I would do. Mm-hmm. And how was that for you for your first experience? I mean, was it something you were into? It, did... it was a good experience. And I've 
done it a couple times since. It's not my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't. I'm not bisexual, but like like Damien said, in the, in the heat of the moment, anything goes. Right, You'll and t- it gets it gets him really really hot. Right, so you get turned on by the fact that you're turning him on more so than the fact that you're going down on her. Yes, mm-hmm. that makes sense. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I don't. Well, there's been a couple that I'm like, ooh, I I can't. No, yeah, he loves he loves it. That's his favorite thing is is eating pussy, and right, I, I don't I don't get it, but that's why I'd just rather have a dick. <laughs> Well, it seems like, though, you guys are perfectly well-suited because you're very similar in that you're both down to do what the other person wants and it turns you on to turn your partner on and you're open Absolutely. to it, you know, and and it's kind of like a free-for-all. But your, your most favorite thing is uh, also, though, what each of you totally is down, like love. So you are very, like, well-suited for each other. This has been a... Yeah, this has been a, um, it's not always been easy for me. I've, I've read a lot of books and I've watched a lot of blogs. And at the beginning, I was offering him, I'm like, do you want him to go down on you? He's really good at it. And then we were with a couple people and I got really freaked out, oh. like in the corner, in a ball, crying that I, I couldn't watch him with another woman. Mm-hmm. And he offered to stop. In fact, he, he said a couple times in the last, what, eight months, we're, we're done. We're not doing this anymore. Yeah. And I want to do it. I want to be okay with this. I want to have compersion. I want him to enjoy being with somebody without worrying that I'm going to end up in a ball in the corner. Uh-huh. And I've, I've come a long way. Interesting. I, I'm not quite 100% there, mm-hmm. but I've, I've come a long way. So watching him with... I want to be okay with it. I want him to enjoy... I want to enjoy watching him. Yeah. But you don't. That's the whole point. The whole point is to have fun. Yeah, yeah, totally. But you don't. Still. I don't what? I'm sorry. But you don't enjoy watching him still? Or have you come to the point where you you can get enjoyment out of it? I do not. I enjoy watching him with men. I, I wouldn't say I enjoy watching him with women. Yeah. But I can deal with it. Yeah, which yeah. is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I read one book. I can't even remember which book it was that um, to remind yourself, I can stand it. And I actually got tattooed on my wrist. I can stand it. Oh, wow. So, so in the moment I can look at that. I can stand it. I can do this. Uh-huh. He loves me. He's not going home with her. This is just for fun. Right. You know, I, I'm talking, I'm self-talking a lot through the experiences. And so obviously, because you said, like he said, like, we'll stop this, whatever. I mean, he's not forcing you or making you become okay with it. It's you're doing that to yourself. I am. I want to. I, and I, it's it's fun. And I'm a little neurotic where I start something and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to finish this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's fun. And then afterwards, we're so close and I, I don't want to stop. I just want to be, you know, uh, more, I don't know, supportive is the right word, but more okay with the situation while it's happening. Right. But let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, Well, it's more a question for Damien. So Damien, if at the end of the day, 
you know, she has given it the good old try. I mean, because it really seemed, you know, you, I could tell your type of personality, like you're, you want to make this work, like you're, you're in it to make it work. But if at the end of the day, you just can't and, you know, and it, you're just not getting past it. And she said to you, like, you know what, like, that's where I draw the line. Like, let's just play with guys or just, you know, you, would you be okay with that? I think if we pulled the plug, we pulled the plug completely. Right. Okay. I, I, it's all or nothing. I, we, we, we may have an occasional something, but for the most part, I think, you know, if it's something she couldn't deal with, we would be just, we would just be done. Okay. And that's fine. I mm-hmm. mean, we have a great sex life before this. We have a great sex life now. Right. This is just icing on the cake. Right. Now you, but you have, but you love seeing him with men now and Damien, you have no problem seeing her with guys. So tell me about that weird couple that would, that was the first time you were with the the woman. Now, did you fool around with that, the husband or was that just them two fooling around? No, we just watched. Okay. We just watched and, and it was a very pleasant thing to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. You really like, that's your top of the mountain. Yeah. I, I, you know, I have a hot wife with another hot woman and mm-hmm. you know, I got a glass of Jack Daniels in my hand. I'm a happy man. <laughs> right. right. And now in those situations, do you also play with the man? Rachel? Um, oh yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I play with, uh, yes. And so you we, really we, like the, the male, male, female threesome. Male, male, female. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I have a favorite. <laughs> That we see here and there. A guy. But I mean, he's not he's not a guy. A guy. He's not bi, so uh he's not Damien's favorite to play with. Mm-hmm. But but it, okay, I so Damien found this guy and set up a date at a bar where this guy showed up as a surprise for me. Oh, interesting. Okay. And you didn't you didn't know about him beforehand. Or I I've did never not seen know. him. Okay. He tries to, yeah, we do this for each other. We, we try to surprise each other. The only time we're allowed to chat without each other as part of it is when we're planning a surprise for the other person. Okay. How many surprises have you guys had? How many surprises, Damien? Um, probably, a few. probably three that went to fruition. And there were a couple that didn't make the vetting process. Because I'm not just going to bring any weird guy home to... to to my wife, I mean, you, you let someone in your house, you got to have some confidence. And I met some people that were just either flaky or weird or just got a bad vibe. But I think we had three that, that I surprised her with. Okay, so let's talk about this guy because she likes him so much and you surprised him. Like, how did you find him? And then, Rachel, take it from the time where, you know, you walk in the bar and find out that you're being surprised by this guy. So Dave- he found him on the yeah. website, yeah, on Cassidy, mm-hmm. and set it up that they – that. Damien and I would be at the bar and this guy would come in and sort of wander to our table and, and we, he would, we, he would end up going home with us, but this guy ends up not being <laughs> so good with the role play and comes in and he, he recognized us and said, I'm sorry, I got here so late. And I'm like, well, who, what do you mean? Who are you? <laughs> oh my God. Hilarious. So I knew right off the, I mean, I didn't know that that would it, Damien made sure that I looked cute when we went out, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we just we connected, and he came back to our place, and we've seen him a few times since then. And what do you like so much about him, Rachel? Because you said he's your favorite. He's my favorite. He's he's fun. 
he and the more we get to know him, the more laid back and funny and open he is. Mm-hmm. And he's really good in bed. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. I mean, what else do we need from somebody? He, what? He's enter, enter, entertaining and be good in bed. We're not, we're not in a relationship. But wouldn't he be more ideal if he was also open to kind of fooling around with you? Because didn't she say that she he was her favorite, but not necessarily yours because you can't play with him too? Right. I mean, you know, if we bring a third person in, I, I want to have some participation with them. You know, I don't mind it being all for her. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, I like a little reciprocity. Yeah. And with him, you don't get it. He's never left. He's never left out. I don't. I don't exclude Damien when I'm, you know, when it's a threesome with a with a straight guy. Mm-hmm. Right. You're fooling around with both of them. You're having sex with the yeah. that guy and Always. also yeah. your husband, and everyone's together. But some guys are open to touching or going further with Damien as well. Some guys aren't. Right. Right. Hmm. So, um, Rachel has a favorite. Um, she has, a, I should say, she has a type. I'm presuming it's okay that I say. So, um, she she likes black men. Okay. See, she went back to a high school fantasy she had. So I brought her, um, her first black guy, and that that, that we we met him a couple of times. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. What was your fa- What was your high school fantasy, Rachel? There was a. Uh guy I went to school with and we were supposed to go out and it never, it never happened. And I was very attracted to him. And I think ever since I've just always fantasized about being with a black guy. Right. Cause he was like the one that went got away. Sort of something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah makes and, sense. and at the time, I mean, when I grew up, it's, it wasn't, it, it, it's like uh homosexuality is, is more, open now than it was and same thing with interracial couples yeah back in the day when i was in high school it wasn't it wasn't a thing yeah no i know yeah yeah no i know i mean i i i'm around your age so i totally know it was definitely something that was as taboo right but we've never gone you know we've always gone against the grain damien and me Mm -hmm. which is what led us to this lifestyle i think and I mean, was one of those things that was against the grain, like becoming Orthodox in 2001 too, I would say, right? From going from not religious then to even becoming really religious is also another, I would say, thing that is in that same realm. Probably. Mm-hmm. And when we do something, we go all in. Right. Which is, we started <laughs> in February and I, we've done we've done more things than people who have been in a lifestyle that we've talked to for years. Oh my God, that's so funny. Both overachievers. We don't do anything half-assed. Yeah, no, I love it. I could tell you yeah. by the way that you said, like, I'm going to make this work. Like, I'm not that into it, but I'm going to I'm gonna figure it away. Like, you know, you're not, I get that personality. I like that I'm more, I'm so that way too. So I, okay. I get it. Yeah. I have, I have something funny to say. Mm-hmm. After we had that weird couple, the one that was talking to the dog. Yeah. I came home from work one day and Damien asked me, he's like, you know, we have to talk about this. Are we going to be slutty or, or selective? (laughs) (laughs) What did you you choose? So I thought about it for a day and I'm like, no, we're going to be slutty because it's all about the fun. Right. Right. And then safety, obviously safety, but Mm -hmm. what's the point? The point is to have fun. 
Yeah, I love that. Listen, this is why I like talking to so many different couples because you just get a different angle from everyone. I mean, I could, you know, I could talk to 15 couples who are swingers and everyone's going to give me a different point of view and make me see it in a different way. You know, that sure. you guys just saying... And and I love how you explain it. Like you chose slutty and, and then you explained why. Because like for you, that's just like you want to have fun. You don't want to have like boundaries or rules or, you know, you're just doing it. Well, a little bit. A little bit of boundaries and rules. But mm-hmm. the, the main goal is, is fun. Yeah. Together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we that- talked about chatting separately with, with people. And I feel like that's not doing it together then. So I wasn't okay with that. Right. But Unless it's for a surprise. Like, yeah. Let's get back to your first guy when you were had your first interracial experience. Was that the guy that came? Is that your favorite guy? Is that, was it at him? No, it's oh, a different okay. guy. It's a okay. different, different guy. So what happened in that scenario? Uh, we talked to my first, my first BBC. We talked for, we, we chatted with him for quite a while before we he actually, we met with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and we sent videos back and forth and, he came over and it was, it, it, it was, it was hot. And <laughs> he actually spent the night a couple of times and I was slept in between both of them. And that like, amazing an amazing, amazing experience. I loved that. I want, see this is what I, the experiences I've had, the, the, my favorite guy, uh, I want that for Damien. I want him to have a really, really good experience. And he's not, He's had decent experiences, but not like I have. I think it's easier for women. Mm-hmm. No, I would think it was the opposite. What do you mean? You mean, I think it's the opposite for, uh, I think women tend to be more picky. I feel like when I'm talking to couples, I find that the woman is more particular about who Mm. they're going to hook up with and who's okay and who's not okay. And she finds it more difficult typically from what I've heard to, you know, as far as like, she's more picky about who she's down to fuck. Whereas the man is, I think more open tends to be because if we're just going to be stereotypical, we're going to say that men are just more visual than women and women need more. And I hear that a lot. So the fact that you're able to have scored so well and found a couple of favorites and he has, and I think isn't so typical. But interesting, you know, and ah. it's just the case for you guys. Yes. Yes. Right? I mean, Damon, you've got the short end of the stick here. Where's your perfect girl? Like, what are, what is the, what is your yeah. high school fantasy that you haven't had yet? Or what is it that <laughs> you're looking for? You know, I have on my bucket list still a, a multiracial, um, me with four women. Okay. A white woman, a black woman, an Asian woman, a Hispanic woman, and and then myself. Now, have you guys and, tried uh, to hook this up? Well, that would be, take a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone could do it, already. if anyone could do it, it's you guys. <laughs> Rachel can. You know, it may kill. It may kill me, but I'm I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, me and four women would be pretty awesome. So now, have you guys Again, had have, more than one couple experiences? We've been to a couple, um, like small parties where there were like four or five couples, but we really don't. 
we don't really play well in those situations. We usually play with each other and just sort of watch what's going on in those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we need to know, meet somebody. We need to connect with them a little bit before we, we jump into the bed. Yeah. So like if we go to a club, you know, it's, it's usually, um, Rachel and I playing and watching what's going on Yeah. and then being in watched is really hot for me. I'm a little bit of an exhibitionist. Um, but we, we really haven't had, had a multi-couple experience because we've kept our, our couples separately. There's people we see on a regular, somewhat regular basis or what have you. And, and we, we haven't brought them together, but maybe we've, Maybe we're going to change that. We're, we need to throw a party. Yeah, have your own <laughs> house party. Maybe like your own house party will be a different experience right. than going to somebody well, else's. We're, we're comfortable with everybody there yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, you know um, everybody. You're the nucleus of that scenario, so that's probably different than going and not being that person. Yeah, yeah we've been to some parties where we met people and made plans to meet later, but... Jump, just jumping in at a party, we, we need to know people a little better. We're, we're not polyamorous, but we, we need to know that, we're, that we have some connection besides just wanting to get into bed. Now, let me ask you this, because, you know, she loved the BBC experience. Was that a real turn on for you as well? It was, because I knew that was something she's wanted for so long. Right. So I, I found her a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was open to by play which was kind of fun mm-hmm. so you know we went down on them together and stuff like that um but i think at one point they got too real for him because he was he, he wouldn't admit to himself that he was into the buy thing mm-hmm. and i think it got a little too real for him at one point and he, he just ghosted us oh really after you guys hooked up we've hooked up several times mm-hmm. and and I th- each time we hooked up, we, we did a little more buy stuff, and which I was fine with. I, I have my limits where I'm willing to go. But um, at one point, I think he did something that he wasn't comfortable with. He went down on me for like a, a two seconds and then I think caught himself and stopped. And that was the last we saw of him. Right. He he wasn't okay with that. Now, where what are your limits with guys? Is it like you'll just do oral? Um. I so Rachel's pegged me before, mm-hmm. which I kind of like. So I, I, I'm curious to what the real thing is like. Mm-hmm. More out of a curiosity than a, I, I want to get fucked in the ass. But yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't have any desire to to top someone else. Mm-hmm. That it doesn't, that doesn't really appeal to me. But yeah, that that would that would be pretty much where we would. We would go oral, and I wouldn't mind getting that experience once to see if I like it. Right. And now, Rachel, is that something that you fantasize about since you're very into, like, guy-on-guy action? That doesn't that doesn't sound so appealing to me. Mm-hmm. I, 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 would, I would like it again because it's something he wants to experience. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I like him being more in control. Oh, interesting. You don't want to see him as a bottom. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. you know, I've heard a lot of guys who are doing these kinds of things behind the right back, and and they always say to me, like, I just don't, I know she won't be into it because she won't want to see me in that role. You know, it's the, the, it's and it's interesting to hear you as a woman say, 
that's true that that's something that you are that would yeah. so much turn you on though you're down because you guys are so you know open to pleasing your partner and maybe i would like it <laughs> i just right. don't know it yet right we've done so many firsts since yeah. february things that i never thought i would do like what? So you never know. I'm yeah. not against anything anymore. And then there's couples that that we see pictures of, and I'm like, oh, I'm not attracted to them. And then we end up, one one girl was very kinky, and and Damien was really wanting to get with them. So they came over, and we were with them a few times. And so now I don't allow myself to be shallow and go just by their pictures because you never know. So tell me about that experience with the, that girl. When you say she was like very kinky, is that something that wasn't a turn on for you? And like, what was it about her that you knew she was kinky? And like, what does that mean? Do you mean? want to answer, Daniel? Yeah, when we were looking through her profile, there are pictures of her like with a ball gag and tied up and oh, okay. wearing a picture of her with a tail, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> and I'm like, it, it seems like in the lifestyle, people are very vanilla within the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of kink. So when you find someone who's in the lifestyle and into some kinky stuff, you know, I think that's a rare find. Yeah. Um, maybe at least, at least for our experience with people on the website we're on. I, I know there's other websites that are more focused on kink, fringe right. activity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she, she was attractive and she was interested in being tied up and, and gagged and all that good stuff. And, you know, I've always been into the bondage and discipline aspect of things more than the S and M. So I'm like, if anyone will let me tie them up, I'm down. Yeah. So, so that, that was, that was, that was where she, she kind of stood out from the crowd. Right. So and we, we played with them a few times. And now Rachel, you were like, I'm not really into this at all. But then when you, when they came over and it was, you realize, Oh, like you can get into that. Or is that what the experience was? I is that why you brought I up? I wasn't attracted. Sorry. Yeah. I wasn't attracted to the guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but he ended up being very cute and a lot of fun and he's not necessarily my type, but again, this isn't, I'm not dating him. I'm not yeah. gonna, you know, it, it's just, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. I was going to, one of the guys that one of the first guys we met, uh, I reached out to him, I think, because he was a dom. Uh-huh. And I really enjoyed that experience. Yeah. It was it was different and it was very fifty shades ish and it, Damien's not into that at all. So we saw him a couple of times. I would see him again, <laughs> mm-hmm. but but Damien's not interested. So it's fine. It's I don't need that. It was just different and fun and Damien Damien does his share of of uh discipline with me so I'm not missing out on anything right but you but you realized doing that that you were down for that yeah a little bit of a yeah Mm -hmm. I did I did Mm -hmm. now you said oh I you know we've done a lot of firsts and we've done so much more than most people just since February like give me that list if you can that you've checked off your bucket list well for myself Mm -hmm. besides being with a woman yeah. and being with a couple and going to house parties and going to a club. <laughs> um, I, I got my nipples pierced, which I said, never would I ever. Mm-hmm. I had my, my clitoris hood pierced. Mm-hmm. I've gotten tattoos. Never had I ever before I was 54 gotten a tattoo. Yeah. 
it's like he said, we're, we're like Amish teenagers. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, totally. I mean, because you said that you, yeah. what did you write again on your wrist? Oh, I have a, I can stand it. I can stand it, right. And that's, I can stand it. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yeah. And that's what you do when you're cowering in the corner. Now, do you still cry? I mean, that's a little hardcore. No. Okay. I know, I know. No, I haven't <laughs> done that in months. Okay. Right, babe? Yeah, it's, it's it's been a steady progression in the right direction, which is good for me because I can't really perform and I'm worried about her. Of course. Because I kind of like her a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Listen, you guys have a lovely relationship. I love how much you are down to open yourself up to experiences for the other person. I think that that's really great. And I think that probably wouldn't be if you didn't have the trust and the communication and the foundation that you have going in, right? Right. Right. But you're also just the, the, those that type. You're also both very open people. You said even before in every way, uh, you're both the type that if you do something, you do it hardcore. You know, I mean, just like you're you're like the perfect concoction. <laughs> Yeah. This isn't something we could have done early in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know how people and, and I'm not judging them. I yeah. just don't can't wrap my mind around being in a new relationship with someone and being in the lifestyle. Right. I mean, for, for me, the fact that we have t- almost 30 years together, you know, this works because we have 30 years of communication. Right. And, I also yeah. have to, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to say that I had to change, I'm still working on changing my way of thinking where monogamy is the only appropriate way to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. That it's, it, and, and it took a lot of reading and, and wa- listening to blogs. And we even called into John and Jackie and I had an hour session with them. And because I had to change my way of thinking that this is okay. If the two people are both agreeable. Yeah. This is an acceptable relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and a lot of people would say it doesn't take away. It's like additive, right? It's only added to your relationship, probably in a positive way. I think for the That's most for, for sure. the most part for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you definitely have the energy. Yeah. Did you guys listen to Gemma and Bob? Uh, their episode recently you have you know you guys as a couple have the same energy as them and you should listen to their episode because and, and people love them and I they got a lot of great comments and mostly because it was just you know t- the it was mostly about their relationship with each other and the strength there and that and and so everything that they did outside of that with other people there's a, like a, a more so of a lightness to it than any kind of like dark or seediness because right. they're so happy and solid as a couple together you know going in so it just came across as a very positive and like in this situation you know you're very open about some negatives things that have come up, but there's still such a positive overview of the whole thing because of, I think, like I said, that, that because you guys as a couple is so strong that that outweighs all these other little things that come up. Right. And if I, I, if I have some sort of a jealousy moment, Mm -hmm. whether he's chatting with somebody and I'm in the chat, tell her, hey, beautiful. And I have to remind myself 
we're flirting and this is part of the game and he doesn't think less of me. He still thinks I'm the most beautiful. I'm yeah. the most sexy and yeah. I have to remind myself and I'm, a, and I, I can tell him every time I have any sort of doubt and he is very supportive and reassuring. Right. And that's important. Yeah. To give, I, I had huge. a girlfriend call me up recently about a new guy she was dating and he like wanted something and I'm like, why don't you just like give him that? It was like, you know, and she was just like, I don't know. She seemed very defensive. I'm like, like, that's like so weird. Like, you know, if you're in a relationship, you're on the same side. And if your partner needs something, why not give it to them as opposed to, you know, sort of go against it. But you see that a lot. It's weird, right? You do see a lot yeah. of couples interacting that way, you know, instead of being a team and being together. And I think, you know, you're always going to get so much more if someone asks for something, just give it to them, especially in this situation. You have to give somebody else that trust every right. time they ask for it. And that's only going to further that and help you move past it and continue. And I'm sorry, but like, if you have a woman that's open to doing, like, why wouldn't you give her that, you know? And right. and anybody that doesn't or any, but I think that a lot of times that doesn't happen or people aren't really listening, but that also comes again to your guys' great communication. Now, Damien, she's been very honest about her feelings that have come up that have have been negative towards the situation when she's been jealous or when you know things that she's like what about you has anything come up for you that wasn't I've, positive yeah i've had a few twinges of you know what's going on there's something going on that i don't know about but mm -hmm. i mean literally like fleeting moments for the most part 99.999 it's it's been very positive for me my my biggest negative is watching it be challenging for Rachel. Uh huh. You know, I mean, I, I feel like part of my role of her as her husband is to, is to protect her and take care of her. And this is something that she's committed to wanting to to move forward on. But it's sometimes it's hard, and you know, watching your your spouse do something difficult that's emotionally difficult is challenging. Uh mm huh. -hmm. But. But my my negativity, for lack of a better word, is really only come from the sense of she's having trouble now. Right. Mm -hmm. But you haven't felt any kind of jealousy or any of that kind of stuff yourself. But no, if I see her with someone and she's moaning and, and mm -hmm. bucking and doing her thing and that's how she's enjoying it. I mean, that's I want her to enjoy it. That's awesome. That's what we're here yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. So before we end, why don't we like end with Rachel's like, why don't you tell me like your hottest experience? Was it with the BBC? Was it with that guy? I don't know. And then Damien, why don't you tell me yours? Okay. My, my hottest experience so is far. when we are with a uh, open-minded male uh -huh. who is open to kissing my husband. Right. Okay. That's top of the back kissing. Of yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, the the, the kissing. Mm -hmm. It gets me hotter than the blowing. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is how many guys will blow me but won't kiss me. Right. Yeah, that's, that's interesting true. too. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, I would. I would. Even though that doesn't make sense, but I think a lot of people would rather blow than kiss because they think of, you know, kissing is in a different box. You know, it's like intimate or it's romance. More intimate, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. 
But I like personally think <laughs> I don't think listen, I've always felt like kissing is very sexual and it is very hot. And so I've never put it, but I do think a lot of people separate it. You know, they don't think of kissing as sexy or hot. It's more like romantic. But I think, you know, it is very sexy. And for you, it is to see your guy with another guy. Now, what about for you, Damien? What's your hottest experience? Not so much what you want to see, but like that that time that she did this. I don't know. Like, let's go out with a hot story. We, we, we had a, we had a couple come over to the to the house mm-hmm. and we started off with with what we call naked naughty jenga mm-hmm. it's, it's it's jenga but each piece has an act on it. it's like cross between jenga and truth and dare yeah and uh, we wind up we all wind up naked and just a great experience of full swap and and she's doing she's blowing me and i i don't even know what she's doing it's like some weird new maneuver and then, <laughs> and then we're we're having sex, and she's, you know, my wife can be everything, but she can't be she can't be different, she can't be new. So it was one of the first experiences where it was like with someone where we were both doing well, and I I, I wasn't worried about her because she was having fun, and just just a, it was just a great experience. I know and, what your favorite was, babe. Do you? And then what you, yeah, the daisy chain. What was the oh, daisy, the daisy chain. chain? What was yeah. that? Oh, that right, I retract my the answer. The daisy chain was my hottest <laughs> experience. Okay, I could de- I'll delete that one. No, I'm not going to delete it. Tell me the daisy chain. So I'm in the chair getting blown by by this Latina woman, which I'm really into Latinas. Uh huh. And um, how did this how did this go? Her husband uh, her, was her, eating her out. He was like underneath her, eating her out, mm-hmm. and, and I Rachel was blowing, was blowing him. him. Wait, wait a second! I got to get this picture in my head. Okay, so there's four people <laughs> there. Okay, so she, she's standing she, up or sitting down. The Latina. I'm in the chair. You're sitting down. I'm sitting down. She's blowing. She's you. on her knees in front of me. Yeah, blowing you. And he's on his back underneath her, so she's like basically sitting on his face. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And, and Rachel is blowing him. Wow. Okay. And the only thing that would have made that better is mm-hmm. if we were in a position where I could have come around full circle and, and gone down <laughs> on Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so complete the chain. Yeah. But, but that was that was that was a, that was very hot. And that was a couple. Now, do you still see that couple? You like Latinas, you said. They don't live close to us, mm-hmm. but we're still in contact with them. So we go out of town once a month for a house party. Uh huh. And we make a weekend of it. So when we go there, it's about 150 miles. So when you we go there, we, we'll, we'll try to connect with them again. Yeah. How many we couples? Only have, we were only with them once. How many couples do you think you guys have been with since February? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Around? It's been like a feeding frenzy. It's hard to count. Um, between couple, couples and, and single guys and single women? Yeah. I'd say probably a dozen. Right. And then a lot of them have been multiples mm-hmm. where we saw them more than once. Right, right, right. Of course. Right. So you've met up with so them. So we generally have something going at least once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been the better question. Like how many times a month do you do it? So at least once a week or once or twice a week. Yeah. We're, we're, we're on a hiatus right now, but. <laughs> um, how come? Because of the holidays? I mean, what's a, why are you on a hiatus? 
Well, Rachel had some surgery, so we're out of commission oh, okay. for eight weeks. Right, right, okay. So we're on week we're on week three or three week four. So you're close we to just hit. Yeah, you're on. I'm uncomfortable for a little bit longer. <laughs> okay, and then so once you're done, you'll be down, and then you guys will start up again. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm. I'm dying over here. Oh my god, hilarious! <laughs> well, that is so. Listen, I I really love this story you know for at first when you first emailed me i loved the whole orthodox jewish thing you know but i feel like even without that we didn't really touch upon that a lot uh because that is a little separate from you right now because you've gone into this into the lifestyle i just i i love you your guys experience i think you like i said are very similar to Gemma. And Bob, in uh, the strength of your relationship, which I, pe- I think people will enjoy. Um, and uh, it's just a great story. I'm so glad that you guys called in. I'm so glad that we got Rachel on three-way. I, you know, I know that you said she might join in, but I mean, you joined in a lot. And it's it was great to hear your side of things, too. I think it's great always to have, when we're talking to a couple, to have both people's, uh, uh, you know, perspective on. Right. I had fun. This was fun. Yeah, I love it. Wait till you hear back. Yeah. I just want to clarify one thing Mm -hmm. that we realize that objectively we're misbehaving. Mm -hmm. You mean as far as uh, in what sense? As far as religiously. As far as religiously, we're misbehaving. Mm -hmm. And I I don't want anyone to hear this as an endorsement to misbehave. It's just our story that we're making a decision to misbehave. Right. And what's the difference between. like what's the di- what's the difference? Well, I don't want I don't want people to be like we're trying to be a flag to right yeah to people who to come rally around this 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 concept you know but hey, and you I, can be religious, religious and world. a swinger yeah but no hey, and I listen world, I think us. yeah no and I think that that's great because and I think that's why and and I think what's why it's not going to come across that way is because it. A, because you said that's not where you guys are coming from. And that's why the conversation didn't become about that, right? It was just something we touched on for one second. Whereas I thought, like, honestly, when I got your email, that that's what it was going to be about. But obviously, because that's not what you're here to say, that's it didn't become about that. I think that you don't even need that part of the story here. Uh, we didn't focus on that. You guys didn't because, like you said, that's not what you're advertising. And um, so right. I think that people aren't going to take, like, I could cut out the fact that you're Orthodox, you're an Orthodox Jew from this whole episode and it the story would still stand. You don't need it and it wasn't really a big part of it. And I'm glad that it wasn't because, like you said, it's not what you're here to say. You guys know what you're doing. Like you said, this was something that you, you know, you became religious in 2001 and right now this is what you're doing and you know that they don't go together and you'll figure out how they do and if they do in the future. Right, we'll figure it out together, and whatever we do, we're going to do as a as a as a single unit. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm glad that you made that distinction. But I also feel like when you listen to it back, and what like it's it's not it it never went in that direction because it it didn't have to, and because that's not the truth. I think that the truth of your story came out, and that wasn't a big part of it because it's not a big part of it right now, and it doesn't need to be. That's your guys thing that you will work out awesome right yeah i love it yeah 
I'm glad you made up that distinction and we, we brought that out. But wait till you hear it back. You guys are going to love like hearing your story as a third person. It's going to be even more yeah. interesting. Very cool. You guys are very cool. Thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story. It's going to air very Thanks soon. So us. keep to stay tuned. Okay. All right, thanks, Kathy. Thanks, you you guys. Bye. Bye. Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly